Hello and welcome to uh, Alphabet Flight, your encyclopedic journey through the Mar Marvel characters we all know and love and forgotten lo along the way. I'm your temporary host, Jordan, and with me is a male person who just wants to deliver mail but always seems to get into all kinds of situations, Faith. Please, I have so many parcels. I'm so tired of carrying them. Somebody ordered a cat treat. so heavy. Please. So, <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about uh, Willie Lumpkin. Oh, I think I've heard. You, I think I've heard yes, of this have person. You, have you heard of? I feel like I've heard have of you? this person. <laughs> that's actually, um, to tell you the truth, Willie Lumpkin not only is a name that sounds like that, uh, he is a character that is actually quite a lot like. Oh, I think I've heard of this person. Oh, I have. Oh, don't they? They look like Stan Lee, don't they? Yeah, actually, that's a pretty good description. Yes! Uh, especially <laughs> because in one version of the Fantastic Four, I think the 2005 version, Stan Lee cameoed as Lily L Willie Lumpkin. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure I only <laughs> remember him because of his name, by the way. <laughs> it's the only yeah. way I retain any information is if it has a silly name. I'm going to remember it. And let me just share here a picture of what he looks like, and you can give a little description if you want of what he looks like. There we go. Oh, look at him! What a nice old man. Yeah, he's yeah, that's he's just a nice old man with a with a uniform. He's got a little hat. He's got a bag of mail with the Fantastic Four symbol on it. Look at him! I love him. See yeah, he seems such a really nice person, too. You know, <laughs> smile and cheerful. Um, so let's get into his little uh, entry here. Uh, his real name is William Lumpkin. <gasps> <laughs> his <laughs> occupation is the United States Postal Courier. I, and his uh, identity is... Hmm? Always support our Can boys in blue. <laughs> <laughs> and the short shorts. And the short shorts. Oh, yeah. Uh, his identity is publicly known, and his legal status is citizen of the United States with no criminal record. Oh, good for Willie. Uh, his other alias is, is Lumpy, and his place of birth is Glenville, Nebraska. His marital status is single, uh, but actually there's some little fun facts about that that we'll get to. And his known relatives are Frederick Freddie Lumpkin, nephew, Timothy Timmy Lumpkin, grandnephew. Uh, he has no group, group affiliation. He's based in New York City. And his first modern appearance is Fantastic Four number 11. Uh, they say first modern appearance because, and this is some really fun, interesting things. Willie Lumpkin was actually created way before uh, Marvel Comics was. Uh, Stanley and artist Dan DiCarlo created him for a comic strip back in the uh, 1960s. Oh my god! And he, yeah, and and he looked totally different. And in a way, they kind of just like transported him. So like him, 
Like he was, he mailed letters in Glenville, which is where he says he's from in the comics. And, you know, he went, and it was just his misadventures of on that route. And here, I'll let me give you a little image of what he looked like back in those, in those comics. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's fair. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's very cute. I love Willie more and more. My love for him only grows. <laughs> So anyways, let's, here's his history. He's got a mailman for small Midwestern town. Willie Lumpkin always de- dreamed of working for the U.S. Postal Service in a major metropolitan area. When his longtime girlfriend, Lil- Lila Brown, spurned him for the affections of his best friend, Charlie Boomer, <gasps> Willie left. There was nothing left to stop him from pursuing his dream. Oh. Now, which, which is, like I said, this is funny because like this kind of builds on what they created. So that means that... <laughs> There's possibly characters in those comics that were those were characters in the those old comics, and he literally left the Glenville comics to move to New York City and become and come to Marvel. Basically, <laughs> he made it. He made it. <laughs> oh, he made yeah. it. Good job, Willie. While moved to New York City, where he maintained a steady mail route, which included the Baxter Building, he worked the same standard beat for many years before the Fantastic moved to the top f- uh, five floors of the complex. His life had become dreary and monotonous up to until this point. The Fantastic Four's reputation as superheroic adventurers had preceded them, and when Willie first met Reed Richards, leader of the Fantastic Four, he half-jokingly petitioned for membership on the grounds that he had the ability to wiggle his ears. <sighs> I think we should, yeah, let him in. <laughs> Reed responded with equal humor and told Willie he'd keep him in mind. Although he was never invited to become a member, Willie has played unwitting roles in several Fantastic Four adventures. Once he rang a certain bell in Baxter Building's lobby, which activated a failsafe circuit breaker. This act allowed the Fantastic Four to escape the capture of the Mad Thinker. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Another time, he spent Christmas Eve locked in a reinforced closet while the Fantastic Four battled the Super Scroll. You know what? Actually, this is a good place for him. He wouldn't get hurt. Yeah. Uh, Willie also accidentally activated Doctor Doom's time machine oh. in the direction of the temporal supervillain called Tempest. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Willie traveled backward to another dimension and began to play havoc with the dimension space time continuum. Oh no! But the Fantastic Four rescued him. Oh thank goodness! Oh my god! <laughs> Willie just yeah. wants to deliver his mail. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Uh, Willie was also once impersonated by a scroll who wanted to gain access to the Baxter building. Okay, that is which, unforgivable. A smart idea. Unforgivable. Yeah, it's it's mean, but it's a it's it's an actual good idea. How dare I mean, they? They probably couldn't wiggle his his ears. I was going to say, it wasn't Reed Willie. Richards is like wiggle your ears, and they're like, what? And he's like, get out of here! You're not Willie. Uh, Willie is currently semi-retired, still working as a mailman on a part-time basis. He refuses to enter full retirement because he feels there are still many adventures to be had with the Fantastic Four. His nephew, Freddy, feels that Willie is too old to be living alone in Manhattan and wishes to set him up in a nursing home. Willie's response to this decision seems to be, remains to be seen. And a little sad note here says, In an alternate reality, Willie Lumpkin died from a heart attack at the sight of Lockjaw, the oh, giant dog of the Inhumans. Oh, no! I guess he couldn't... I, I'm, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, basically Lockjaw just teleported people there, and he was, like, right there in front of him. Oh, God. So the shock, the shock just kind of really just he couldn't take. But 
it's only in an alternate reality, so thankfully in this one, he's fine. <laughs> There's still a Willy Lumpkin out there. That's all that matters. Uh, his height is 5 feet 8 inches. His weight is 165 pounds. His eyes are blue. And his hair is white, but it was formerly blonde. Oh. And under strength level, Willy Lumpkin possesses the normal human strength level of a man his age, height, and build who engages in moderate exercise. Now, some more fun facts here is that he's still around, <laughs> and he's, yeah, he, he is one of those characters, like, that they sometimes forget about, but every once in a while, uh, an artist or writer will remember him and bring him back, because <sighs> he has been through a lot of things, and I've checked, like, uh, wiki stuff about him. At one point, he was actually given an immortality potion. Oh my god, I knew it! So, <laughs> so... You know, they are planning on reversing it. Like, he, he does want it reversed. Oh, but the, yeah. as far as I can tell, it has not been reversed. So they can always pull him whenever they want. Oh, my God. I and he, is, he, has, he has done some... He has been around long enough that he has had, a, like, a... You know, like, how in the 90s, like, edgy moment uh -huh. of, like, stories around him. Of where he, like, he was disillusioned and didn't... And was mad about mailing things for a while. <laughs> Before he was like, before he found the spark again. Like, that's how long he's been around. He, oh had, he had that God. arc in comics. Like, nobody puts these damn stamps on right anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but so far, like, he has been, uh, outside of the Fantastic Four, he actually dated uh, Mae Parker for a while. Oh, my God. Yeah, they almost got married. <gasps> uh, I don't think Peter Parker actually met her, met him, though. Uh, I know, like, in one specific comic that is cited that he ba that May was going to tell him, but, like, Peter, like, called Peter about it, but he was, like, in the middle of Spider-Manning, <laughs> so she's like, oh, it's okay, I'll call you back later, and, like, and she turned, and Willie was there, and he's like, I guess we can tell him later, and he's like, there's no rush. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, but also, because of that, he was actually around when May Parker died. Oh, no! And there was some episode, like there was some comic is issues that had him like uh, visiting her grave and you know Ooh. reminiscing, but he also met like one of May's uh, girlfriends that was like also reminiscing, and the two of them got to the talking. So he's found <gasps> another friend. So yay! I would die for <laughs> Willie Lumpkins. I would die for. This so I'm not sure what his latest appearance has been. Um, but his first, his first comic appearance, as I said, was in Fantastic Four number 11. Oh, wow. Which, let me, uh, send you a link to the comic here in the chat. And we can give a look at that. <gasps> and <laughs> it's, it's old. Oh it is, God. it is one of those old ones, but it's also one of those great ones. I, I'm unfortunately cannot remember who, What uh, is that? That, that's the the Fantastic Four with the Impossible Man. Why like, his head like? Why is his head like? <laughs> Why the Impossible Man? Well, the Impossible Man has always had a weird shaped head, but oh, that's why he's his, impossible. <laughs> yeah, in in his this early look, and we'll, I'll be sure to make sure this is on the uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, so you can get a look at what the cover looked like. Uh, his early appearance here, his eyes look so much different than what he normally does. Like later ones, kind of give him more of a cartoony feel because he's he's basically he's he's like uh, the Marvel's version of Mick, Mr. Malikspick. 
Oh, okay. Uh, and he works and he works on like cartoon physics and stuff like that. So he looks more like you know cartoonish and mo- and jovial in later appearances. But on on this one, his eyes just give his face he- like <laughs> I guess a, one of those stone mo eyes. Yeah, no, from Stonehenge. <laughs> Like a damn bowling pin. <laughs> oh my god. I'd be you know what? I'd be a Marvel villain too if my head was shaped like that. <laughs> I feel like the world needs to suffer. And one of the most recent appearances of him was in uh the comic uh fanta- well, it was like the uh Future Foundation, but it was the comic series itself was called FF. Which, by the way, makes it really hard to track down. Oh, yeah. There's also a lot of uh, question marks on this cover, which I very much appreciate. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> when they do those questions, like, you know, especially because this is the Impossible Man. I mean, that that, that gives you questions just off the bat. This is also, it also got a big blue circle on it that says, don't miss this great offbeat collector's item issue. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they're basically pandering that much. So, uh, at the time that he were, was in the F- uh, Future Foundation comics, that's when it was like Ant-Man and She-Hulk mm-hmm. and uh, Mrs. Mrs. Thing. And, you know, basically, like, the Fantastic Four were off doing their own thing. And Ant-Man and them in the Baxter building were basically taking care of a bunch of kids while doing superhero adventures. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so... So we have, he basically was a professor in in a class for Artie and Leech. And here, let me send you the image. Artie and Leech, a couple of other, like, uh, kids and, a mol- and the Moloids and stuff like that. Would you like to mention what he's trying to teach them, by the way? <laughs> the birds and the bees. I like, I like how it's that divided. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's not actually sex ed; it's just him teaching them. Like birds, literally, bees. listen. <laughs> these are the things that apply to birds. These are the things that apply to bees. Birds have lungs; bees do not. Don't ask me how that works. All I, that's all I know. I also like how when uh, Ant Man comes in the interrupt request, he actually does call him Professor Lumpkin. Professor Lumpkin. He has a PhD in mail carrying. <laughs> So I think that's it about uh, all we have here about Willie. Is there? So what do you think of Willie here? I love him. I'm glad that he's immortal. Yeah. It makes me less worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's great. I what a, I mean, like like what? like I said, like I don't remember seeing him like physically in much, but I remember hearing of him. He's like one of those things that ca- ca- kind of almost on the edge of like Howard the Duck, but but like lower tier things, but he still appears. And I'm really glad he still exists in the Marvel (laughs) universe. What a great use of a MacGuffin. You're like, yeah, sure. uh, He he had a uh, immortality potion. Sure. That's why he's still around. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. All right. So uh, would you like to plug anything? Uh, You should go listen to the other podcast I'm part of. It's called Over in Smith where we read the complete works of H.P. Lovecraft. And usually there's also an audiobook if the story's not too racist. Uh, but yeah, Over in Smith's what it's called. Go check it out if you like spooky stuff. 
Okay, and you can find further information about Alphabet Flight here at the Twitter and Instagram, both at at Alphabet Flight. Uh, that's all one word. Um, we also have a Facebook group, which I technically is currently called Hodgepod Group because yes. I can't, I cannot, I cannot not make a pun, and I'm terrible at that. It's a good one, but <laughs> yeah, so. So, but if you search for Alphabet Flight or Over in Smith or uh, or Creepy Critters, it should help you direct you there. Mm-hmm. And also, Jesse here has a Patreon. Yeah, it's Alphabet Flight. Okay, Alphabet Flight uh, on Patreon. If you just maybe help out, it, it could help. Well, in current case, help Jesse get a new computer. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, you know, like. More subscriptions means more it, more episodes, and we could possibly someday get to a point where we'll talk about the pets of the Marvel Universe. Yes! <laughs> yes, please! Please! <laughs> Alright, so for Alphabet Flight, I, that's, uh, that's all we have today. Bye! Bye! <laughs>